Hey, 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 and welcome to Insurance Town. I'm the Mayor Heath Sheeran and the host of this podcast. Guys, I'm super pumped that you are here today hanging out with us. Today's going to be a little bit different of an episode. Uh, I got the opportunity to speak to a group of incredible insurance agents, uh, the champions, actually, of the Agency Intelligence Mastermind. Uh, There'll be some more information on that as you go. However, uh, before we get into the episode, I got to talk to you about my good friends over at Agency Performance Partners. Uh, They are a phenomenal solution uh, to any of your problems, really, for that matter. They help agencies just like you to solve some of the industry's biggest problems. And right now, we are uh, focusing a lot of attention and time on commercial insurance and you know, uh, looking at that from top to bottom, from prospecting to uh, qualifying your prospects, to working with underwriters, to closing the deal, and then uh, working with the client on the client experience afterwards. And this course is such a uh, a labor of love and such a uh, passion project. Uh, you should really check it out. Um, it's releasing uh, July 15th. So if you listen to that after that, it's already out and uh, there will be a big discount code from the very beginning for two weeks. So again, depending on when you're looking at this uh, or listening to this, check that out, agencyperformancepartners.com. Also, my good friends over at CoverDesk, Andy Priestman and his team do a phenomenal job working uh, with you, with agencies on placing the best talent in your agency in the form of virtual assistants. Uh, they do a great job integrating with your team and working every single day to take uh, some of those tasks off your plate, no matter how big or small, uh, no matter what the task may be, uh, they are a great option for you as you're uh, looking to expand your team or grow your staff. Look no further than CoverDesk. Go to CoverDesk.com. Also, ask them about CoverDesk Direct for your large projects, book roles, things of that nature. CoverDesk.com. Today's episode is a lot of fun. Uh, you'll get to hear some uh, conversation with uh, me and the Agency Intelligence Mastermind, the champions, talking about handling rate increase. And I think it's just a good timely message. I think it's a lot of fun. You'll hear some good questions, some good dialogue. There's some uh, great advice from other agents in there. It's just, uh, it's a good time. And so thank you to Jason Cass and his team over at Agency Intelligence for uh, allowing me the opportunity to come speak and release this as an episode. I appreciate you letting me pull the curtain back a little bit and show the citizens of Insurance Town what that looks like. And if you're interested in learning more about that, uh, let me know and I'll get you in contact, uh, Agency Intelligence Mastermind. Anyhow, uh, sit back, relax, and uh, check out my conversation with the Agency Intelligence Mastermind Champions Summer of Success Series. Summer of Success Speakers Series. So, here we are with Heath being our first guest. So I want to let everybody know we do not have a guest to remind you. We do not have a meeting. We only have one meeting a month in the month of June. We only have one meeting in July and one meeting in August. Okay. We do that for the summer because we start to get poor attendance due to people being out and about. Now we only have one, but we make it super impactful. That's why we started with uh, today with uh, the sales coach, Keith Sharon. Um, I really did not see Heath ever really. I'm just being honest because you guys know I will be. I'm big brutal if I have to. 
Um, I never saw him as a sales coach. I never saw him as somebody that would be a good advisor, but I've talked to a couple of agents. I've heard a little bit of his stuff and I really, he's kind of impressed me. So I wanted to make him be a speaker that was going to be here in July. We will have the Billies is what I call it. Um, Billy Wilt Wagner is coming out with a book. So the first half, he's going to come in and talk about his book, which I think is going to be awesome. Um, and then the last half is going to be Billy Williams, where he's going to be teaching um, how to use, how you use your VAs. All right. Next champions meeting, as I said, summer of success speaker series, bringing all this stuff in for you. I mean, he think cheap. I mean, hell, you know, he's what he does. He's serving others, prepares you to lead others. Now you just you're so good at this stuff, Heath. You just need to quit putting other people's names. Just, just let us think that it's you. You know, I got you. I just got to give credit where credit's due. I know. I'm lying. I'm lying. Just put like, put Brian's name on there or something, you know? There you just, just, yeah, there you go. Start just picking champions. Michael yeah, Blake says like a lot that. of smart things. You yeah, know? I like it. Yeah, Cameron's got a lot of luck. He's in Vegas right now, and he's, he, well, he better be almost on his way to Vegas because he's at the mastermind meeting and he shouldn't be. All right. Appreciate you guys coming on. Everybody knows this guy. If you don't, uh, too bad. Uh, you're getting ready to. He is the mayor. He really will tell you the best part of him is his wife. Um, he is, it's all show for him. She's the real deal. Um, but I got to know Heath probably about a year, year and a half ago. Uh, probably, well, shit, it's going by quick, two years ago now. Um, and uh, he asked me for some help with his podcasting. He now has one of the top podcasts in the insurance industry, which he got him the looks of Kelly listening to his podcast, realizing he knows what he's talking about. Um, she hired him. Now he's with Agency Performance Partners. I would say literally, I've asked this question before, 40% or more of mastermind champions have used their services in one way or another. That means maybe bought their online course. That means uh, maybe bought their, I think for two or $300, you can buy all your procedures and processes off their website, something of that nature they had bought. So that, that speaks to the testament of who they are. And it also speaks to the testament of who Heath is because um, because with her coming with that kind of reputation, she has to maintain the cream of the crop. Mr. Heath Sharon. I need you to come on and tell us what you know. You can share the screens uh, and tell, let me stop mine. And I, you can tell us um, what you know about this uh, um, thing. He said he does have a slide deck. He can go along it, but he wants to stop and make and ask questions as well. Awesome. All righty. So first of all, um, I appreciate the, the terrible intro earlier and saying I didn't believe in Heath. I didn't think he'd be a good salesperson. I, I appreciate that. That means a lot to me, Jason. I, I knew we were boys for a reason. Always got to keep me humble. Thank you. Um, but and I'll be, I'll be frank and honest with you. I didn't think of myself as a sales trainer either. I started off in this business as a uh, second generation, you know, I got up in sales and then I owned my own agency. And then I went to work for a carrier and I'll get into some of that here in a minute. But, um, you know, I never thought of myself as a trainer either. And um, actually, I started off my career before I even got into insurance. I was a preacher. So I was used to being on stages. I was used to talking to people. I was used to carrying a mic around and doing that thing. And then I got into emceeing and doing stuff like that in my college days and even after. So I knew I was good on a stage, but I had no clue I could be a good trainer. And so, uh, and I'll have to apologize to all of you now because um, I'm way better live and in person. So you guys are getting handicapped here because I'm here behind the screen here. So I'm gonna try to connect with all of you if I can through the screen. But if you can, you know, if you could come off, you know, uh, show me your face and come off mute if you can, I, I want you to feel welcome to, to interact with me. 
and uh, talk to me a little bit here too, because if you've ever been to church, a good preacher likes an amen or a hallelujah or something like that. So feel free to holler back at me. I want you guys to be involved. And so as we go through here, let's see if I can get this thing to work. All right. So quickly about me, because uh, Cass already took some of my uh, some of my time here. So I'm a second generation insurance professional focused on helping as many people as I can. As I mentioned earlier, I want to use both agency and carry experience to help you. And then our goal at APP, some of you that work with us, we want to help you become ridiculously amazing. And I never get that right on the first try. So I kind of went through that pretty quick and I got it. So maybe I need to say it quicker. I believe in a strong work ethic, a can-do attitude, and the relationship will always be important. I tell my kids that, I'll tell you that until I'm blue in the face and I'm dead in the coffin relationships will always be important. And so I truly Amen. believe that. And I think it makes the world go round. The quick fun stuff about me, I live in a town called Maumelle, which is outside Little Rock. Some of you may have never heard of it, and that's okay with me. Uh, my nickname is The Mayor. Get into that here in a minute. As he said earlier, I do have a beautiful bride named Stacy, who is also second generation. So you can imagine holidays, how boring they are at our house, because all we talk about is insurance. Between her dad, my dad, my brother's in the business. I mean, it's a whole thing. So she runs the PA of Arkansas. So um, her and Vonda run in the same circles. And so, um, you know, I've gotten to know her through that. So I'm glad to see Vonda on here. Um, so I have three pretty awesome kids. I love them dearly. Uh, they are actually nine, 12, and then I have a 14-year-old son. And I'm a passionate Razorback fan. I love to cook, bake, and it used to say smoke here, but then people would look at me funny. So I had to change that to grill slash smoke. Um, my uh, guilty pleasure is I love reality TV. I hate to admit that because people start judging. But really? um, that's interesting. I It all started when my wife and I were dating. We left the TV on and Real Housewives of some random city came on. And four hours later, we could not stop watching the drama. And so um, it's progressed into some better stuff than that. But I do love reality TV. I have a huge passion for people, and I started my podcast called Insurance Town, which is, again, where the name The Mayor came from. If you want to learn more about that, we can. But right now, we're going to get into how to handle rate increase. So your phone's ringing. Things are happening. It's, and we talked about it a minute ago, uh, and Cass brought up. Uh, inflation's a real thing. You know, you go to the grocery store, go to the gas pump. It's real. Am I right? Somebody mm -hmm. give me a holler something. Amen to that. Anybody mm -hmm. else besides Jason going to talk to me? Okay. Yes, it's real here. Thank you, Lisa. I love it. So <laughs> it is a real thing. And we, we do deal with this. I'm telling you, I'm going to be even better if you talk to me. If you don't, it's going to be just a whole lot of heat talking. So um, I still refuse to drive a Prius. Say that again. I still refuse to drive a Prius. There you go. Uh, I appreciate that, Vonda. So. <laughs> Uh, you know, I uh, I change this up depending on, on the audience, but today I was feeling hungry. So we're going to go with some food themes. We're going to set the table for a minute. Can I set the table? Go ahead. Set the table, I tell, please. I tell my kids all the time, you know, the number one chore that I want you to get done for you, you got to set the table. And they want to come out and just throw some forks out. They're like, no, you got to put everything out. So we're going to set the table a little bit before we can eat. Let's talk about some major impacts to rates. And we all know some of this, like, Heath, this is a dumb moment, but I don't give a crap. We're going to talk about it. It's my show for a minute. And we're going to talk it, it, it's hurricanes, it's tornadoes, it's hail, things of that nature. If there's other ones you want to bring up, those are the, the major weather things that come up. We have uh, fatal car crashes. We have an increase there. Uh, distracted driving. 52% uh, of respondents reporting eat while driving. And I kid you not, the other day, I'm driving to my office, and there was a lady with like a whole plate with like silverware and, you know, the whole nine eating while she was driving. Not like a to-go box or like a, like a whole freaking plate 
and like cutting in the whole nine. I was like, this is ridiculous and out of control. But, um, you know, people admit to texting and driving, uh, taking photos. I'll, I'll tell you, um, I got in a real nasty car accident. Uh, I was taking a photo of a beautiful sunset uh, or maybe the sunrise on the way to school. Daughter in the back seat slammed in the car in front of me. It could have been a whole bad situation. Thank God I had an old school Jeep that didn't even crumble. But um, it happens. It's a real thing. And I know some of your clients have the same problems. Applying makeup. Vonda, I know you do it. Quit applying makeup in the car while you're driving. Vonda uh, said that they just had a claim from a lady who was watching a podcast. Right, row. Yeah. Uh, oh, so again, Jason, your, your awesome podcast is causing accidents. So, <laughs> you know, you got, you know, 3.4% uh, admitted to drinking while driving, which is a small percentage, but still. Yeah, it adds up, man. Then you got natural disasters. And then you got client activity. And some of you guys know what I'm talking about here. You got re recent change. You got youthful drivers. You got increase in revenue or payroll if you're talking about uh, commercial. You got claims, tickets, insurance score, and you got payment history. And there's, you know, a lot of your clients out there get confused by the whole insurance score thing. And they want you to explain it to them. And it's a tough thing, but it's a, it's a thing and it impacts the rates. I'm going to talk fast, but I want you guys to slow me down because I want to get in the meat and taters. Right now, I'm just setting the, tater, the table here. So we see two types of rate challenges. And let me know if you see a third one. But I see, you know, this is just too expensive. You know, um, you know, I see, uh, we see that a lot. And no matter what the amount is, and you know what I'm talking about, Stephanie, it's, it's no matter what it is, it's too expensive. You mm -hmm. know, you could tell them any number and they're going to say it's too expensive. Am I right, Stephanie? Mm -hmm, absolutely. And then you got the ones who struggle to pay it. Mm -hmm. And that's a real thing too, Brian. We see that they will struggle to pay, you know, any additional premium. It doesn't matter what it is. And so we see that all the time. And those who struggle to pay it, and I feel like and we're going to get into this more here in a few minutes, but as I'm still setting the table, I feel like we still have that empathy for those people. You know, we've got to uh, spend that time, you know, let them know, hey, I hear you. I understand where you're coming from. And I've been in over 1,500 agencies between Kelly and I. And I've seen some CSRs or some account managers, whatever the role is, or producers for that matter, really? You're complaining over 5%? Now, that's not the approach you want to do. And I know none of you do that because you're champions. But I've seen that. I have seen that happen. Or I can't believe you're bitching over this. Milk is this. And you're going to complain about that. Don't, don't do that. Let's come at it with some compassion, with some empathy. Oftentimes, they accumulate higher rate increases to like, you know, uh, late pays or insurance scores or... They take some personal approach to it. However, the reality is if they're struggling, we need to educate them on what coverages they should have. And again, we're going to get to that when I get to the meat and taters. So it, it can be too expensive if they tell you that. Again, no matter what the amount, as Stephanie and I were just talking about, it's too expensive. Insurance should be a few, a few bucks a month. And, and Kelly, if you've ever heard this from Kelly, she tells us on stage a lot. Her husband, I've met him before, this is legit, thinks that insurance should cost $18 a month. Oh, no, that ain't going to happen unless you got some renter's policy that has no coverage. When uh, Even when rates are flat, it's too expensive. Some people just love to haggle. True. You know, I'm one of those people. I just love to haggle. Uh, this past weekend, my wife and I love to go to garage sales. This past weekend, uh, you, know, you know those rolly coolers? That are just badass rolly coolers. They're the igloos and they have the rolls and you can roll it yeah. down and it's like so much yeah. easier to use and carrying it. There was one of those at a garage sale for $2. That's a hell of a deal. $2. I had to get it to a dollar just because I wanted to win. I wanted to haggle. My wife was like, you're embarrassing me. It's already two. They're normally like 25, 30. You're embarrassing. Cass knows Stacy. It was embarrassing for her. And she was like, I just got to walk away. But I got a dollar and I was proud of myself. So again, 50% off. love to haggle. Say what? 50% off. Yeah. I just love to haggle. So there's some people like that in your book of business. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, hey, hey, um, 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 uh, love to haggle, 
put an L. Or if you hate hagglers, put an H. L or H in the chat. Let me see if you you love to haggle or do you hate you the hagglers. There you go. Put that Love's in the there. Hagglers. We'll find out. Go ahead, Heath. Uh, you know, again, if you're unclear, then it makes price a factor. So you want to make sure that you're completely clear in all of that. I can't read the chat, so I'm going to make sure I don't because I'll get distracted. I got ADHD. Yeah, go ahead. Bad. You're fine. And then insurance agents need to earn the premium every year by being a better alternative. Um, the number one mistake that we make, we assume everybody wants the same thing, cheaper insurance. We just assume that they're calling you, oh, I just want it cheaper. True. Very true. And that's not the case. I want to stop you right now. We're going to talk that's about true. this. As long as Castle let me talk, we're going to get into this a little bit. Um, while we may not you know, want to pay more for insurance, most people want it done right. When people don't understand what they're paying for, then they just go to immediately on price. Uh, as you break down policies for clients, you'll find most of them want to maintain the coverages and may even add on endorsements if you do it right. So uh, again, I'd say all this setting the table to say you didn't select the rate. And that's a lot of times your clients think. They go through and they think, ah, oh, you did this. So now that we've done that, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, how does your agency feel about remarketing? Uh, we see three different models. Um, the, whole, the whole wait and see approach, well, some of you may be in that camp. You don't have to nod your head because I'm going to judge you if you are. But, um, you know, it's just wait till the client calls and you default to remarketing. Um, you know, some people do that. And that's that's on you. That's whatever you want to do. Some shop till you drop. Shop everyone. And I've talked to agencies since I've been here and even prior to that when I was at EMC of, oh, we shop everybody every year. And again, that works. It's fine. It's better than some other alternatives. But uh, again, I, I'll get into why that's not the best model to use sometimes. And then there's a proactive model, uh, which is what I call the APP model, not because I'm biased, but because I just think it works, which is making a proactive renewal call every year with every client to review what they've got and identify a plan from there. So we're going to dive into this a little bit. You know, remember, before we do, remarkets are labor intensive. They cost money, they cost time, they cost effort. And if you've got your people, you know, spending all their time on remarkets, you're losing money. And you guys, I know you're champions. You're watching out for those things. You're looking out for the bottom dollar. You want to be as productive as you can. You want to, uh, you know, to be a great agency. And if you've got people doing that, you're not. Um, every time we move a client, the agency usually shrinks a little, uh, which is a sad thing to see. So in the South, we call this meat and taters. So I've set the table. Now, can I get in some meat and taters? Is that cool with y'all? That's fine. Need some. Yes, Heath, yeah. I would love that. Thank yeah. you, guys. I appreciate Please do. that. Thank you, Heath. <laughs> So we're going to get into some meat and taters. So, you know, we got to have a plan. You know, what we do when they have the phone rings uh, and we have an increase, it's more than we're comfortable with. It's okay. Let's just take a deep breath. It happens. Uh, I see too many agencies that panic and they get nervous and they're like, oh no, we got to do something. We got to go into shop mode. Uh, many times there's a reason and our job is to investigate that reason. We want to find out and give them a plan. And again, as we're going to get in these meat and taters, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. You did not cause a rate increase. So many agents I talk to, they're like, you know, they get in their own feels about it and they get emotional about it. It's, you know, got that guy on the other end or the girl on the other end of the phone chewing them out because of a rate increase. That's not your fault. Uh, there's always options. So again, uh, we want to investigate the cost. Uh, if it's justified, let's have a conversation. You know, let's create a plan with the client. And that plan is going to be revealed here in a few minutes. And we will review in the next segment what that is. We want to master those discounts. That is uh, part two of the plan. We're going to dive into a little bit more here in a minute. It's hard to remember all the discounts. Uh, we want to take time to develop cheat sheets. Again, we'll talk about that in a minute. And then again, we want to have a clear agency standard for the remarket. Not everybody should be remarketed. I'll say that again, Lisa. Mm -hmm. Not everybody should be remarketed. I see you shaking your head. I love it. Now, Thanks Heath, let me... 
Keith, when you say like not everybody should be, is there a rough percentage that you would say probably? I mean, I know it depends if a carrier leaves the state or whatever, but you know, again, it goes, you know, you and I have a friend right now that's having to remarket a whole book of business, you know, mm-hmm. because of a carrier stance. You know, so I think it's different for a different scenarios, different situations. Exactly. But are uh, we talking, you know, uh, and what we talk to our agents about, what we work with at APP is having that standard, whether it's a dollar amount or percentage. And if it goes over that percentage, so let's say Vonda decides it's if it's 12% or more, we're going to remark, we're going to remarket or we're going to look at it deeper. You know, if it's 10%, whatever that number is, or if it's a dollar figure, you know, maybe right. a $200 increase or, but again, as far as a percentage, no, I don't have that uh, as far no, as that's fine. No, that's fine. I don't. So um, we, I, we'll get into a, a standard rate sheet here in a few minutes. Um, so again, we're going to go back to that empathy thing. You know, if you were at, how many of you guys were at the actual, I know Vonda was, some of you I saw, Lisa was there, were at the actual event itself in Kansas City. Anybody else? I can't see all of you at once, but I see some yeah. people. Mm-hmm. We had those great people from the Black Swan that talked about that late night DJ voice. They talked about that having the empathy how to slow down your conversation and get into that mode of, you know, having that empathy. And it sounds to me like this is important. And having some of those phrases, you know, Jason, I'll give you kudos on that because I thought those guys were awesome. Uh, and they were the legit, real deal conversations we had. Vonda's shaking her head. She knows everything and she still got something out of it. So I know it was good if Vonda learned something. Um, you want to, I'm just continuing what Jason likes to do and picking on Vonda because I love her. But, <laughs> I do too. you know, you want to draw that client towards some agreed conclusions. Um you know, just talk to him a little bit about that. And again, using that late night DJ voice, just slowing that down and talking to him about it. You know, yeah, many things in life are going up in price. You know, you could talk about things that are hitting you personally in that, whether it's gas, whether it's milk. We go through hamburger meat or like meat, like it's going out of style. Again, I like to grill and smoke meat and whatnot. That is going up ridiculously. And so it's making it difficult on me and one of my own passions and my kids like that. But I can put a brisket on or a pork butt on now that's so expensive. It's tough. So again, you can relate to them on that and talk about other things that are going up just to remind them it's not just your insurance. Talk about the rate increase is not personal. It's not specific to them. And some people think that. I haven't had a they ticket in the last that. year. Why is my insurance going up? Right, Stephanie? You hear that. They do. Or yeah, the truth. I haven't had a claim. My roof is good. I just had it replaced two years ago. Why am I getting a rate increase? So, or if you know there was a big you know, claim in your area or some natural disaster or something recently, you could talk to them about that and use some of those things we talked about earlier. Hey, do you guys you know, understand you know, there's been you know, a lot of you know, new deaths in that? There's been a lot of distracted driving. There's a lot of things that affect it other than just you. you know, we have an entire book of business that is affected by you know, that whole one bad apple spoils a whole bunch, whatever it may be. Use whatever analogy you want to there. Again, an example could be, I completely understand, Mr. Customer, it seems like everything is going up. Electricity, cell phone bills, it's everywhere. Uh, as you may have noticed, insurance rates are no different. And that's why, again, you can say this is why I'm calling or this is why I'm glad you called. To make sure we have the best information to get you the best value, whatever that may be. But again, it's more of like, a, it's not, I can't believe you're bitching over 5%. You know, I have a client yesterday that went up 30%, you know, I wouldn't come at it from that approach or the defensive approach. It should be more of an empathetic approach. And probably most of you are doing this already um, because, again, you're champions. However, uh, if you're not, you know, I'm not judging. I just want to walk through this and make you feel a little more comfortable with it. Again, the breakdown of that statement is I completely understand. And, you know, Brian, you know, as you know, that means you're on their team. 
you're letting them know, hey, I hear you. I'm on your team. I get it. I completely understand. Uh, it seems like everything's going up. What that does is lets them know insurance is not the only thing. As you may have you know, read or may know, insurance rates are no different. It's public knowledge. Carriers take increases. It's not a secret. There's a lot of things that go on. And you want to make sure you reiterate that. Because at the time they're calling, they're just pissed off. Right. A lot of times they're calling you just red. And that's all they're seeing. And once you kind of calm them down, take them off of that, like, okay, whoa, hold on, you know, um, and just say it in a way of, I get it, you know, and probably every one of you on this call has had their rates go up sometime in the last three or four years. So you can relate to them. Hey, I'm an insurance agent. My rates even go up, you know, kind of relate to them on that and position yourself as a guide to their success. We got empathy thing. Are we cool with that? Uh, we are right. cool with that. All right. I'm going to move on to some more. Some, I've gotten in some meat and taters. I'm going to continue down this road in step two, which is taking that time to educate them uh, and to talk about those discounts. So now that we've got the empathy, we've got them understanding, we've got them off of the pissed off tone and we're just kind of talking to them now. You want to resist that urge to jump into problem solving mode. Uh, that's always my mode first and foremost with anything, especially my wife. I'm going to jump straight into that. And as you know, wives and husbands on this call, that's never the, the greatest thing is going to problem solving mode. Lisa is already laughing true. at me, but it happens. It's I true. I go into that mode and my wife's like, I don't want you to solve it. Just listen to me, damn it. So yeah. then I just sit there and I listen. I'm so glad you, to... you can hear her say that, Heath. I'm glad you can. I, I'm oh. so happy to hear you say that. Yeah, yeah, I hear it. We are at a mid-roll ad, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, sorry to interrupt this fantastic episode, but I want to talk to you about my uh, good friends over at Canopy Connect, your one-click solution to getting all those deck pages you need to quote your prospect. If, uh, if you're looking for a great solution for your referral partners or for your producers out there, account managers, people working with your prospects, to get that information, the deck pages, to complete that quote, to complete that transaction, go to Canopy Connect. Go to usecanopy.com backslash Heath and check this out. Uh, they are your one-click solution to get the deck pages you need to quote your prospect. Go to Canopy Connect, usecanopy.com. Also, my good friends over at Smart Choice, your, uh, your, your awesome solution, your partner, your friend, in the business is going to help you. Whether you're a startup looking for markets or you've been around the block, you've been around the agency world, but you need another market. You need a friend. You need a help. You need someone to come alongside you and help you with market access or advice or things like that. Go to smartchoiceagents.com. They come in with no fees. They come in uh, not wanting to own part of your business. They just want to provide you market access and they work off a commission split. That's only the carriers they provide to you. So uh, what's what's the harm here? No harm, no foul. It's a great opportunity for you. Go to smartchoiceagents.com and check it out. Tell them the mayor sent you. You'll be so glad that you did. Now, let's get back to the show. She's in my head all day, every day. Right now, she's in my head saying, shut up, Heath, and move on. So start with the conversation around the rate. Insurance is confusing. Again, how many, I, I don't know the percentage, but I would probably guess, Vonda, that 99% of your clients don't have a license in insurance. Am I right? Yeah. You're the expert, not them. They don't know. And so take it, you know, not take advantage of that in a bad way, but take advantage of that in a way of educate them. Talk about it. This is most of you are on this call and you're in this mastermind group, you have a passion for insurance, I would guess. You know, I talked to a lot of you. at the. I was at a table with Lisa and she loves this stuff. She loves insurance. She loves educating people about insurance. I know Vonda's the same way. Jason loves insurance industry. I mean, I do. So take that opportunity. Show them that passion. They can feel that. They can see that. Take that time. Don't rush them off the phone. When you're on the phone with them, they're not on the phone with somebody else. As long as they're on the phone 
with, you know, whoever it might be. Let's say they're on the phone with Dave Watson. They're not on the phone with somebody else, his competition. If they're on the phone with Brian, they're not on the phone with his competition. So take opportunity there and talk to them, you know, get them to spend time with you and uh, education. Uh, the way I look at that, now that you got them on the phone, you got them off of, you know, their pissed off tone and you've shown them you're going to spend a little bit of time with them. Use education as your sword against that price, you know, because they're coming at you wanting you to come in and save the day and cheaper and this, that, and the other. But most clients, they don't want to be educated until they have a problem, until they have a question, until we inspire them in the conversation or we talk to them about that. You know, and so make sure you you elicit that. You talk to them about that. Make them feel comfortable knowing you're going to educate them. You're the expert. When they're unhappy about rate, they have a problem. And so let, let's talk about that. Um, so yeah, Michael couple- Michael Blake says that a new business renewal business. Uh, Michael Blake, who's been in the industry for a while, sold his agency, a very successful large agency, says it's all about rapport, trust, prescriptions, and agreed upon outcomes. Yep. Real quick, real quick. What do you mean by prescriptions and agreed upon outcomes, Michael? In my own mind, whenever I'm, whenever I was dealing with a prospect or a client, I was literally thinking of those four words. Am I hitting? It was those four categories. Do I have rapport with them? Do I have trust? Am I giving them prescriptions? Am I being prescriptive like a doctor would be? And are we agreeing to things that out future outcomes? Dude, I like that. I like that future outcomes for real. I'm going to take that back to my office because, right, because you, can't always, you can't always completely straighten out their program in the present. Well, and if they didn't have any claims and everything was perfect, but maybe they had a claim a year or two ago, it totally makes sense to say, hey, it's just the market, all the stuff he's saying. But I will tell you, we're marking it for the future when that yep. claim does come off. Now that's a justifiable reason why we would re-underwrite your risk, right? So that's that's an interesting one. I like that agreed upon outcomes, Michael. And I appreciate it, Mike. I told you, I want y'all to interact. I want you to talk to me. I do better that way. And I appreciate you saying that because I think you're, you're dead on. And that's one of the reasons why we do at APP, we teach a proactive approach of calling every renewal, every client. We have a script to go through with some of that so we can uncover those things. If you had a new roof put on, did you get a credit for that? You got a newer roof now. You're going to get you know cheaper insurance because of that. Or if you had a, a discount drop off, it's identify that and get it back on, things of that nature. Right. So again, back to the, the time and education, you know, a, a quick script there would be, hey, rates in our state are going up the average of blank, uh, whatever that may be. The insurance commissioner for the state actually approves the rate increase. However, that's the value working with us because we can help you evaluate your options. And so again, going back to that approach I had a minute ago, you want to frame that rate um, and you want to let them know that you don't do it. Um, the commissioner isn't part of that. There's a process to it. And, you know, people dislike the government generally more than insurance. And so you could use that approach as well. And then also when you we talk about it, you know, having those options, you keep positioning yourself as that guide. Um, here's a simple, easy trick. Some people use, some people don't use monthly numbers. You know, we'll talk about that a little bit too, but, you know, we want to plant that seed to save $16 a month. Is it worth it to go to that carrier and go through the hassle? It may not be good. You know, if you do that, you know, it, some of the policy policy features may drop off. You know, if you want to get involved in another inspection, you you may not have an inspection the last 20 years. Now I'm going to move your insurance. You may have another inspection. Is that worth $16 a month? And again, not in a negative, like derogatory tone, but is it worth that? Being honest with it, you know, take time on the paperwork. Is is it worth that Um, to deal with escrow payments? Those kind of things. Just a simple, easy thing. Again, skipping ahead. If you are saving people money, use the total amount. When you're increasing payment, use a monthly amount. This works. $200 increase is $16.67 per month, which sounds better. $200 is about the size of price of groceries. $16.67 is the price of my coffee habit. 
And so I think if you want to frame it that way, depending on what the increase is, uh, you could frame it. Does that make sense to you all? The whole yeah. monthly numbers? We good on that? No, that totally makes uh, sense. Awesome. So I, I like that. Again, um, if we want to break down a script there, it looks like your rates went up X. This is in relation to a state average. Here's another ninja trick. If the rate went up 6% and the state average is eight, they feel like they're getting a deal. Going back to my cooler, I just want to get half off. So if you tell them, hey, the state, and it looks like, you know, the average is about 8% with this carrier, yours only went up six. So it might make them feel like, oh, well, I hadn't thought about before, but it, it works. And I started using that as well with clients I have. Yeah, and that would be about X per month using a monthly figure. And then as you know, we say at APP, then shut your mouth. Let the client digest it. Don't talk. Don't say anything. Just shut up. Um, and I, I tell my kids that all the time too, is you know, when you're trying to sell me on something or why you should be able to go out or why you should stay out past curfew, after you give me a reason, shut up. Because a lot of times my son's stupid and talks himself out of it. And then I'm like, idiot, you're not going anywhere now. But <laughs> so uh, review what they have. Start by that. If you're going to get the discounts, go through all those discounts. Use your remarketing sheet, which we can get into at the end. You know, go through every single discount. Um, don't have a bias. You know, and, and when I say that, don't have a bias. A lot of people think they won't want to do the paid in full discount. They can't afford that or they don't want that. Don't put your own perceived biases on other people. Because um, you never know that people, those people might put on their credit card and they might pay it all in full because they've got it in savings. They might want the discount. But a lot of people, and tell me if I'm wrong, um, if I could steal Cass's move in the chat, do you guys, you know, stray away from the paid in full discount because you think people don't want it? Or do y'all use that tactic much in saving money? I'd love to see that. Uh, yes or no. Do you use the pay in full tactic? Yes. No. That's not something we actively use. The yes, discount yes, thing altogether, yes, okay. Heath, is something like my team. I love I'm, it. People actually use that. Okay. I, I would say that, that my team is probably weak at that. Yeah. So I think people don't, or they'll think uh, another one people use is like uh, the whole, um, you put the device in your car and they uh, everybody calls it different. Uh, telematics is what I call yeah. it. But so, oh, they don't want that device in their car. They're not going to take the telematics. But I've seen some carriers back in my day when I had an agency. It's a pretty significant discount if you put that sucker in. And actually and a lot people of times, want it. Say what? People actually want it if you explain what it is, especially if they right. have kids. And, you know, a lot of people, a lot of companies that I used, uh, they have an app now instead of an actual device that goes in. And so you could use the app instead. And sometimes it's only for a little bit of time, not the whole policy term. Anyway, people have their own bias on, oh, they don't want that discount or they don't want that discount. Uh, but there's some discounts out there that you should go through and talk to them about. I had a problem when I was a producer doing commercial or personal, uh, whenever I'd see the one about the report card deal, I was like, people don't want to do all that. They don't care about it, but there's some pretty decent savings there. If your kid's oh, yeah. a smart kid, uh, I was a dumb kid. So my kid, my parents could never get that discount. I've got smart kids now. I use that discount myself. And so, and it's, you know, a way that I can, you know, use that to get them to get better grades. Hey, right, wrong, or different, don't judge me. I'm a good dad. And then, you know, when, you know, talking about those discounts, make sure you discuss the amount of savings, the type of discount, how it benefits them. Um, and again, instead of going into reshop mode, this is why we're talking about discounts here. And that's the biggest thing that we see in agencies when they call us and they talk about this very thing of how do I handle these rate increase calls? Don't immediately go into reshop mode. Let's talk about discounts. Let's do that because it's going to cost you more time, money, and energy to reshop the sucker than it is to take a few minutes to go through the discounts. And uh, I've got some, uh, some other... Oh crap, I went backwards. I went here we go. Um, there's a script there. I think I'll feel pretty solid there. Um, ideas for your agency. Um, here's some thoughts you could do here from your remarketing. Assign a team member a few discounts to review. 
Um, have each team member come up with three benefit statements for each discount. So let's say you want to go through, I don't know, let's just, you know, the most common one, maybe a Safeco. So let's say you assign, you know, uh, Lisa assigns one of her team members Safeco, have Safeco or have that person learn every discount there is with Safeco and why those are great discounts, you know, and convince the customer. Because sometimes you have to convince them of that, you know, whether it's telematics or the report card or whatever it might be, come up with those benefit statements for that discount. And each carrier has different discounts, different percentages, but just some ideas I would give you uh, would be to come up with those so that when those situations come up, you've got those already on a discount sheet. So you can refer to the sheet, whether you keep it digitally or keep it in your hand, I don't care. Um, but maybe have a folder on your Google Drive or your computer or whatever it may be. And you could pull that up really quickly. You've got the benefit statements. You've got the discount codes. Uh, Y'all follow me on that? It does, yeah. I don't no, know. I just uh, I just emailed myself that to my team because I want to have, I'm going to challenge my team to bring those to the next meeting, like two go. discounts each and then and give me a story between them. So that's great. Yeah, I, I, I think it works. And again, if you have that ready, you got your ammo ready, as you said earlier, the arrow in your quiver, if I could mm -hmm. be, you know, uh, use that again. You know, I think create one document for the entire agency with all of those benefits for each discount. Um, yeah. I think I like it's going to be a huge uh, a tool in your toolbox or a arrow in your quiver, whatever you want to use. So <laughs> let, let's talk about this. This is where I want to camp for just a minute because I really do feel like not everybody should be remarketed. Um, most people want to jump straight into that mode, but there's a danger there. And I want to get in this. Feel free to talk back to me. Feel free to holler or whatever. Have you ever shopped someone saved them money and they never moved forward? Have you ever gotten backlogged and remarketed someone that canceled? Have you ever moved companies that had an inspection issue? That's one that I used to have sometimes. I'm like, oh crap. You know, had I known this was going to happen, I may not have tried to do that. Have you ever processed a remarket had escrow issues? Surely some of you have. I don't see any head nod. Maybe I'm the only one and I had a crappy agency. That's why I'm a consultant now. Who knows? But you know, you reshop someone and you missed the coverage. Um, anybody, come on, give me something here. Surely somebody's had one of those, right? Yeah, yeah. I sure did. Okay, cool. <laughs> so um, it's not necessarily the easy button. People just think, oh, I'll just pop it into my radar. I'll throw out some rates. No big deal. There's a lot more that goes into that, as you guys know. So there's some dangers in remarketing. Um, and so I want to talk to you about that a little bit. And again, going back to some of the inspections things, I'll quickly go through this. You know, again, inspections, you know, are you comfortable with someone coming out to your property to inspect? Um, if they find anything, it needs repairs. It's not something you can just wait on. You got to get it done in a certain time manner. And some people, once you tell them that, like, oh, maybe I don't want to be reshopped. Maybe it's not the best idea. Um, Y'all know the escrow thing. The down payment thing, you know, if we find another carrier, they may require a larger down payment up front. Are you comfortable with that? If not, that's okay. We can review the discounts again. Um, so I think there's some of those things too. Um, if you're going to, make sure you set the rules of the road. I can review some options with you. How much you'd be looking to save in order to switch insurance? I think you got to have that conversation. I think it goes back to maybe what Michael was talking about, having some agreed upon things there to talk about and be like, how much would it cost? What are you looking to save? And they may tell you a number that makes sense. And they may tell you something that's just, you know, you, I don't know, you, you can be a judge on that. Um, but, you know, on the property, if we do find another market, they will send an inspector. We just talked about that. Um, any recommendations, you would have to do it right away. Uh, auto, if you're a new, new market, we require a down payment. Um, some people don't like that. Um, once your client agrees to those certain things we've talked about and you've gotten some things like that, I think it's going to help you. And you go back to, um, you know, you could proceed or you go back to reviewing the discounts, which we just talked about. Next steps, you want to book that time. Again, going back to your Calendly thing, some of the things you talked about. 
if you can't do it right then and there, you think it's going to take a little bit of time or they're, you know, in a hurry or whatever it might be, um, you know, book a time and a date to do that. Um, and a big thing I can't leave this conversation without saying in the last couple of minutes is never email a reshop. Um, I say that with new business too. So it's not just a reshop. I always say never email a quote, period. And so I would love, you know, anybody to tell me why I would say that. What's going to happen, Vonda, if you email a quote to one of your clients? What are they going to do with that quote, Vonda? Send it to somebody else. Bingo. They're going to send it to somebody else. What else could happen, Kimberly? Uh, if you email that quote to somebody, what else could happen? They're going to go straight to the bottom right. You're going to look at the price, price first, right? Yeah. You know, and the other thing is you're going to create some confusion, some chaos, because they don't know what the hell it is. It's just a bunch of numbers and letters and acronyms. And they're going to look at that and be like, what? And then they're either going to email you back confusion or they're going to send it to somebody else. Say, hey, explain this shit that Jason just sent me. What does that mean? And can you beat it? So again, never email the reshop. Schedule that time on the Calendly. Schedule that time on your HubSpot or your whatever system you use. You know, send them a calendar link and get them on the phone. And I always tell people, if you can get them on a Zoom call or get them on another call, share screen instead of emailing it. That way you can walk through the quote with them right there in the call with you. And you can explain it. And another, uh, you know, great approach that I've seen happen is if you could do, even if you can do the rate adjustment right then and there, if you're in the carrier site and you're making some adjustments there, and let's say they go from a 250 to a $500 deductible and they see the difference in price right there live, A, it goes back to you didn't set the price. And B, they might be like, oh. That's not that much of a difference. Let's increase this. Or, oh, it's that much to add that coverage. Let's go ahead and add that. If you do it right there live, I think it's really cool. It's impactful for them to see it. If you can share screen and do that with them. And then always try to improve coverage. You never want to leave them in a, in a worse place. Add in other lines. If you can do that, if you can cross-sell the life, the umbrella, the EPLI, the cyber, whatever it is, this is your opportunity. You've got them on the phone. You've got a captive audience. You've showed them your worth. Add another lines. And sometimes you get a discount there. You know, sometimes you can like, Going back to Safeco a minute ago, if they still do this, they would give you another discount if you added life. So sometimes the life would end up being free if you have Safeco. There was another options there. God, I talked so fast. I ran out of room. So uh, I'll breathe it, while you take over for a minute. Um, yeah, I appreciate every one of you there. Sorry we got cut short, but this is your way to call and reach out to Mr. Heath Sharon because he will help you. I just love his last name. So appreciate, appreciate you. That. Thank you very much, Heath. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you so much. And you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today in Insurance Town. What a fun conversation that we had. I really hope that that conversation about rate increase really helped you to become a better insurance professional. I hope that it is something that added value to your day. And if you're interested in learning more about uh, agency intelligence, go check that out. Um, pretty easy to find, I'm sure. Or you can look for Jason Cass uh, on uh, LinkedIn. He could probably connect you. And uh, I really think it's going to be a huge value for you. If you've never been to one of his events, he does a great event. If you were to join his crew, you can get the invite for that. I have met so many wonderful agencies working with them. And so has Kelly over at ACU Performance Partners. Anyway, if you have an idea for your own show, go to get ready set podcast.com ready set podcast turning your brilliant idea into reality thanks again guys i look forward to hanging out with you again next week